this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to look at an exciting topic called Your Roadmap to a New Roof. I want you to think of this podcast as a plan. Uh, Let's just say that you decided you wanted to go to Panama City Beach or to Pensacola or Destin, those wonderful beaches down there in Florida. Well, um, if you're old school, you'd probably get a paper map. And let me tell you, sometimes those GPS things can mess you up bad. It's always good to have a backup, a uh, physical paper map. But I want you to visualize that paper map for just a minute. If you were going to drive tomorrow from the Mid-South here, maybe you live in Memphis or Olive Branch or Atoka, maybe you live somewhere else in the country, but we're going to use our locale as a starting point. So if you were going to drive from the Memphis area, let's say, down to the Florida coast, basically on your paper map, you would plot out a course and it would probably look a lot like this. You would, this is what, this is the way I would do it. I would drive from Memphis and in my mind now, I'm thinking I need like uh, destinations on the way to know that I'm making progress. So I would go from Memphis and I would get to um, Montgomery, Alabama. So I would know I'd made a lot of progress when I got that far. And if I went from Montgomery to Dothan, Alabama, then I'm about, I don't know, roughly three-fourths the way to my destination. And from Dothan to, let's say you were going to uh, Destin or Pensacola, Panama City, somewhere like that, you would know that you, you were about 75% of the way. You only had a little more to go before you reach your wonderful beach destination. Well, that's kind of my thinking here about your roadmap to a new roof. Many of you are first-time homeowners. You've never had the wonderful experience of tearing a roof off of your home and putting a new one on there. If you were told you had to do this tomorrow, you really would not know where to begin. So I think we should begin at the beginning. And even if you've done this a time or two, maybe you just need a little refresher course. So this is your roadmap to a new roof. That's how I want you to look at it. All right, the first place is we've got to start off with number one, and these are going to all be C words. So it kind of reminds you like I'm preaching and you're in church and you're taking notes. Number one is it starts with capital. Capital is just a fancy word for funding, for money. How are you going to pay for this? Is it going to be a roof that you're going to pay for out of pocket? That is, your own funds, your money is going to pay for this? And by the way, that's still a very effective way to get the roof that you want. Or um, are, are you going, you know, not or, but if you are paying for it out of pocket, how are you going to do that? Are you just going to write a check for that? Are you going to get a bank cashier's check? Are you going to use a credit card? So what's the source of your money and what's your method of payment? Are you going to finance uh, some or part or all of this roof project? 
Do you have a bank that you believe you could get your financing through? Many of you belong to some of the great credit unions here in the Mid-South, like FedEx and Memphis uh, uh, schools and all, all of those various types of credit unions uh, that are available. That might be a great source for you. Maybe your own normal bank, maybe a home improvement loan, maybe a line of credit. So how are you going to capitalize this? How are you going to pay for this roof? For many people, and this might be something that you don't fully understand yet, so we'll, we'll cover this real quick. I bet that you don't know that the majority of the roof jobs you've seen in your neighborhood are actually paid for by insurance, legitimately. So it could be if your roof has legitimate storm damage on it, it could be that you can use a claim right. Uh, a route of going through insurance to pay for that roof project. Many people do that. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, so what what is your capital for this? Number two, what about your choices? Now, what do I mean on that? I'm talking about what are the various options on the materials, the shingles, the underlayment, the ventilation method for your roof project. What are your choices on materials and what are your choices on warranties? Did you know that there's a wide range of choices on all of this from a very basic three-tab, 25-year, 65-mile-an-hour roof, the kind that most of us grew up with, which are great roofs, by the way. There are architectural shingles, you can get a 110-mile-an-hour architectural shingle, a 130-mile-an-hour architectural shingle. You can get shingles that are impact-resistant against hail, at least the first hail storm, we'll say. You can get various warranties, not only on the labor for how the roof is installed, but on the, the actual materials against manufacturer's defects. You might get a 25-year material warranty or a 30-year or 50-year. So there are many choices and options there. Ed, how will I ever know about all of that? Well, that's where I come in. I'm senior consultant with Masters Roofing in Memphis, Tennessee. I help homeowners all the time figure out what's the best option for them, what, what's the best roof package for them. And it's different for everybody. But I help homeowners figure out what they need to do, what's in their best interest. And my help is free, by the way, on, on at, at that point. Now, it's not free once we build the roof, but as far as getting the education and the advice and the counsel and helping you understand better what all your choices are, all you have to do is call me, 901 359 4165 901-359-4165. That is my direct number. Even if you leave a message, you will get a call back in an amazingly short amount of time. I don't let my voicemails pile up. If you send me a text, I respond promptly. 
So reach out to me. I'll be glad to educate you with no obligation. All right, so we talked about capital. How are you going to fund your roof project? Number two, your choices on uh, various types of shingles and underlayment, uh, drip edge, your six-inch metal drip edge. Do you want that or not? Do you want ridge vents or do you want turbines or whirlybirds, uh, we call them, on your roof? What do you want? What do you need in terms of materials and warranties? Number three, cautions. Cautions. Here's a caution for you. Let's just say that I'm not involved with your roof project. I hope I will be, but even if I'm not, you need to know this. Whoever you contract with to do your roof job should not want any money up front. I look at it this way. If you're using a reputable, proven, highly reviewed and rated contractor, they're going to have such a strong line of credit with their supplier, they do not need you to give them any money to get started. The company that I work with, Masters Roofing in Memphis, Tennessee, we don't require any money at all until the roof project is completed. Wow, what a novel thought. So if your contractor is talking about 50% down or pay for the materials up front, then we'll build the roof, just find another contractor, okay? That's a caution that will protect you more than you can know. All right, so we talked about capital, choices, the caution I just gave you. What about your contractor? And this kind of, I guess this kind of mixes in a little bit with cautions. You need to get a state-licensed contractor. <coughs> Many roofers in the Mid-South are not state-licensed. They have a local Shelby County business license. Or if you live in another part of the country, Many of the roofers where you are have a local business license. They are not necessarily state licensed. In Tennessee, when you're a state licensed contractor, the owner of the company has to go to Nashville and pass a state exam about roofing, just like a doctor, lawyer, or nurse has to pass a state exam in their field of expertise. A state-licensed contractor is required to post a bond. That means there is skin in the game that your, that your project is going to go well because that bond is on the line. Now, if you don't understand what a bond is, Google that, and you can get a very good explanation. But anyway, state-licensed contractor is bonded they're also required to be insured. Not only general liability insurance at a minimum amount, which is very high, by the way, but also to have workers' compensation insurance. The point of all of this is if you hire a contractor, you better be 100% certain that if anyone is injured or, I hope it never happens, but died on your roof project, for example, they fell off the roof and broke their neck. You 
would be protected because you used a real state licensed contractor that's completely certified. That means your insurance company will be able to stand behind you. That also means that that contractor has a, a, an enormous amount of insurance as well. You do not ever want to find out what it feels like to have a worker injured on your property and have that worker on his own, unknown to anyone, go to an enterprising personal injury lawyer and everything you've worked for could be on the line. That's why really smart people, and I know you are because you're listening, use a state-licensed contractor that is bonded, fully insured, including workers' comp insurance. Now, here's a caution. There's a little trick that's been used for years in the construction industry. Let's say a guy starts a, I don't know, a paint company. He knows he needs to be insured. So he gets, um, he gets his insurance, and he gets a little certificate saying he's insured. But many times in the ebb and flow, especially with startup companies for sure, in the ebb and flow of cash in the construction industry, one of the first things to be missed or dropped is making those premium payments every month or quarterly or whenever they're due. And that insurance may actually be lapsed. In other words, it's not in force. What you should do is make sure not only that your contractor shows you one of those certificates of insurance, but that you yourself call the insurance company and verify that their coverage is current, it's active, it's good, and require that you be listed as a certificate holder on a certificate of insurance that you have. That means that that insurance company is absolutely guaranteeing that your project is covered. That would be a great caution to pay attention to. So that's how I think some, some good ways to choose a contractor. And as we've mentioned on other podcasts, and I keep hammering this because I, I can't overemphasize this. When you go to a place like the BBB and you see that a contractor you're considering has an A-plus rating, that's just wonderful. Except that you should find out, well, how long have they had that? You see, it's my understanding that when nowadays when a company starts out with a BBB, for example, everybody starts out with an A-plus rating. It's only as they do business for a while, that they either keep that or it goes down to a B or C or an F. So A-plus rating is wonderful, but dig deeper than that. Here's what you could do. On the BBB especially, you can click on that company and read the customer reviews. Now, if you read the reviews for Master's Roofing, you're going to discover an amazing thing. When you read ours and then you do the same thing with some of the 
<coughs> excuse me, some of the best known roof companies in the Mid-South. Some of them you hear advertised constantly have no ratings at all, no reviews at all. That will blow your mind. Others will have reviews, but not very many. We have almost 200. Some of them have like 10, <laughs> 20. Half of those are negative. Read the reviews. Read what customers took the time to put down. Not just that a company has an A-plus rating. Everybody says that. And when you start out, everybody can get that. How long have they had it? And what do the customer reviews actually say? Read those. So we've talked about capital, choices, cautions, the contractor you use. But we're also talking about a contract. A contract is not just like a total price scribbled on a sheet of paper with your name and address. A contract is very detailed. It will have specific details about your roof project. It will define the scope of the work. Are they doing the roof only? Are they doing the roof and the gutters? Are, do, are they doing the roof and the interior paintwork that's involved? What is the scope of work? And here's one I bet you don't realize would be a good idea to specify. What are the schedule of payments? We've already talked about not paying for anything on the front end, <coughs> but when will you pay? Is it due right away or 30 days later? How, what type of payment will you, uh, what, what method of payment will you use? What will they expect you, uh, what, what method did they expect you to use? So, you need a contract that's very detailed and very specific. I'm glad to tell you that Masters Roofing that I work with has a contract just like that, and you'll get a yellow copy. You can use it like a roadmap to make sure that we're doing everything we said we would do, and it's all spelled out. No guessing, no verbal agreements. It's right there in writing. That protects you, and it also protects the contractor. And, at the, and the whole point here is at the end, everybody's satisfied. Everybody's happy. Then the next C word would be the construction, the actual execution of that contract. Most roof companies will take a day or two to do your roof job, no matter what size the roof is. We know, because we're professionals, that when we provide a professional crew and we actually have a plan and we have supervision, that almost every roof job can be done in one day, tear-off and replacement in one day. Now, larger roofs may take a day and a half or two days, or if it's a really large roof, even longer. But do you know I drive around town quite a bit, and I see roof jobs that I know that we can do in one day take two or three days. That's just nonsense. It's nonsense, and you should hire a contractor that can construct the roof and get it done in a workmanlike manner 
with great results. And the last word here <coughs> would be completion. Completion. Because you have a specific contract, you and your contractor will be able to say when, when we get to this point, we're completely done, and you can say, and yes, you will be completely paid in full. I hope, um, and I apologize for my allergies, and I know that many of you suffer with that too this time of year in the Mid-South. I'm human, but I'm trying to do my best. <laughs> but I hope that if we, as we've talked about capital, choices, cautions, a contractor, a contract, the construction of your roof, and completion, you know, what, where is the, how will we know that we're at Panama City? <laughs> That's what your contract is going to lay out so everybody can know when we're done, you've got a great roof, and we are paid, and, and everybody wins. This is not a game where we try to make you lose or you try to make us lose. We all win and uh, the community is even better for that as well. I hope this has given you a roadmap that you needed. Probably it sparked some questions in your mind that I, I didn't get into detail on. Call me, 901-359-4165. Ask me those questions. We'll see if we can educate you. Um, we'll even bring you to our showroom and let you see the models of roofs built in our showroom. <coughs> I'll give you examples of all the materials. I can even give you addresses where you can see those materials installed on roofs normally in your zip code. We have 7,000 customers. I'm pretty sure we have a roof near you. We've built from as far as you can go, you know, about 50 miles in any direction all over the Mid-South. Thanks again for listening. Let others know about our podcast. They can find it at www.memphishomemaintenanceshow.podbean.com. And as always, if you need a free roof inspection, free roof estimate, free roof advice, call me, Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee, 901-359-4165. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next podcast. And as always, remember John 3, 16. 